Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. And is it Aquarius season or not? I'm not sure because we've got four planets in Capricorn and it's feeling pretty heavy. Luckily, this week comes with a new moon in Aquarius that will hopefully start to lighten things up. So we had Venus station to go direct this past weekend on Saturday. So hopefully last week you got a chance to listen to my episode on my friend Veronica Grant's podcast, The Love Life Connection, and hopefully you heard a little bit about what's in store for the year ahead, and now you get to feel the first taste of what's coming this spring. If you missed that podcast, you can scroll down to the show notes and I will link it up there for you. But I'm excited for this new moon in Aquarius because I think it's really going to be the beginning of the momentum that we've been seeking. So just to orient you to where we are, we're in the Aquarius season, which means the sun is in Aquarius. That means when we have a new moon, the moon comes to join the sun in the same exact sign at the same exact degree. That will occur on Tuesday at... 12 46 a.m eastern time so really monday night when you go to bed and i think that this is going to be the beginning of the momentum that we've been seeking and desiring for honestly a year because we've been stuck in this saturn square uranus since the beginning of 2021 it was the defining transit of 2021 this new moon is conjunct Saturn, and that means it is in a square with Uranus. Now, of course, the Saturn-Uranus square is not exact right now. Saturn is moving forward pretty quickly, so he's going to tighten up the degrees between Saturn and Uranus over the coming weeks and months, which means that we're going to get further and further away from the tension that's being created by those two planets in that 90-degree angle from one another. So this is sort of like the beginning of working with the changes we've been wanting to make, but we've been feeling so stuck because Saturn on one end was saying, we have to um, stick to the old way of doing things. We have to keep the structure. We have to keep the, the boundaries. We have to resist the urge to make too many changes too quickly. We don't want to go too fast. And Uranus on the other hand is like, I want to go fast and I want to break stuff and I want to liberate you and I want to get us through to the other side. I don't want to live in this old status quo anymore. Of course, it also matters what signs these planets are in. So that also is a little bit of a cluster because we have Saturn in the sign of futuristic thinking where he is the traditional ruler and Uranus is the modern day ruler. It's where Uranus wants to be. And Uranus is in the sign of Taurus, which is the most fixed of the fixed signs. Very stubborn, very attached to doing things the way it is comfortable doing them. So we've been stuck between wanting to build something that will take us into the future and wanting to stay comfortable 
And sometimes we have to get uncomfortable to actually move forward. And so this new moon is hopefully going to be the beginning of us getting out of feeling stuck or feeling restless or feeling frustrated or feeling like whatever you do, you're charging up the hill. Hopefully things will start to feel like we're going downhill. We have a little more oomph behind us. We have a little bit more ease in terms of our movement forward. So we still have four planets in Capricorn. So that means that you're going to continue to feel that heaviness that comes with Capricorn because Capricorn is about responsibility. So you're feeling the burden of responsibility. But hopefully with the new moon in Aquarius, our perspective on that responsibility is going to shift because Aquarius is the sign that is associated with airplanes. So I always think about Aquarius as being the sign that encourages us to take that bird's eye view. So imagine, you know, you're in the airplane, you're going on vacation, you lift off and after you take off, you're in the sky, you look down and everything seems so small and unimportant. And the traffic on the highway seems so little, but you know how it feels when you're in the traffic on the highway, you can't think about anything else. And it feels so overwhelming and so irritating, but then you get up into the plane and you're like, Oh, that traffic's not such a big deal. It's going to clear up ahead. You will have a fresh perspective with a little bit more wisdom as we move through this Aquarius season but you're still going to have the burden or the blessing of responsibility because we do have four planets in Capricorn. So let's talk about those planets. We've got Mars in Capricorn. He entered Capricorn a week ago and we have Mercury still retrograde in Capricorn, but about to station direct this week. And we have Venus who just stationed to move direct in Capricorn. And of course, we have Pluto because he always seems to be in Capricorn. He's been in Capricorn for quite some time and he will continue to be there for quite some time. And as we get into February, we'll talk about Pluto more because we are approaching the Pluto return of the U.S. And he's he's up to some real stuff. So speaking of Pluto, Venus spent all of December with him and she went into the underworld with Pluto on her retrograde journey. She went into the deep, dark places. She dealt with all of the places where you felt bound up, where you felt restricted, where you felt like the responsibilities were just too much, where you may have felt like the expectations put upon you were too much. A lot of old stuff in your relationships or with your finances were coming up because that's in the purview of Venus. Now with Venus stationing direct, we're fixing a lot of that stuff. So I'm thinking of January as that time, like when you pull all your clothes out of the closet. So if you are a person that loves to organize or you've done the KonMari thing, which I'm a big Marie Kondo fan, I have a moon in Virgo. So of course, but when you do a KonMari purge, as they call it, or a KonMari tidying festival, you pull all of your clothes out of the closet and you put them all on the floor or the bed to take stock of what you have. And so in that moment, it feels like, ugh, I'm sitting in a mess and it's overwhelming. 
But as you go through item by item, you decide what brings you joy and you either choose to keep it or if it is in tatters and it's time to move on, you thank it for its service and you express your gratitude and you donate it or you throw it out or you get rid of it in some capacity. So January was like that moment when you take all your clothes out of the closet, you throw them on the bed and you think, oh my God, how am I going to get through this mountain of stuff? There's a, it's just a mess. Now we're finally at that place where we're putting the things that we want to keep back into the closet and they're going to look fresh and tidy and new. We're going to have a new perspective on our old stuff because we've gone through the process of cleaning up. So a lot of us have said goodbye to people throughout this Venus retrograde. A lot of us have let go of jobs. We've let go of dreams. We've let go of things. And now we can focus on the things that bring us joy, make sure that we're cherishing them. We've gotten clear on not only what we love, but how we want to love those people and things. And now we can move forward. So this week starts with the sun squaring Uranus on Sunday, right after Venus went direct on Saturday. So it's a busy weekend. Sun square Uranus can kind of feel jittery. It can also make you feel alive. It can be motivating in some senses because you might want to do something new or change up your habits. In fact, this new moon in Aquarius is a great opportunity to switch up your habits to do something that better supports you because the new moon is conjunct Saturn and Saturn is all about what supports you. What are your foundations? What are the people and the things and the structures that make it possible for you to show up and do your work and live your purpose in the world? That's what Saturn is about. Saturn represents our karma and our dharma along with the nodes of fate. So he wants to support you in doing the work that you've got to do. And this new moon is saying, hey, what do you need to feel supported so you can do the work you got to do this year? And so it's a good one to look at your habits. It's a good one to look at what communities you're a part of, what groups you're a part of, who your friends are, who the people are in your life who support you and give you a sense of feeling like you belong because Aquarius is associated with groups and friendships and a sense of belonging. So this is a time to prepare for the future. Aquarius is about futuristic thinking. What things do you need in place? What Saturnian support systems do you need in place so that you can grow and evolve into the future over the coming months and years? Now, Saturn spends three years in a sign. So this is the third year, because we're only going to have Saturn here for a year and change, like 13 more months. He's going to move into Pisces in March, 2023. And this is the only new moon in Aquarius in that three-year time that Saturn is conjunct the new moon. So that seems kind of important. We start the week with that sun square Uranus, as I mentioned, which can make you feel a little bit jittery, can make you want to break out of the rut. We end the week with Sun conjunct Saturn on Friday, which makes us want to be disciplined and honor our habits, 
honor our responsibilities, all of that stuff we've been talking about. We're feeling both those things all week because the new moon is technically on Tuesday, but really Monday night. And that new moon has both those aspects in it. The new moon, which is the sun and the moon together, are squaring Uranus and conjunct Saturn. So this whole week, we're feeling that sense of, okay, we want to honor our responsibilities. And we also want to break free and move forward and embrace the change. So my hope is that this new moon is the beginning of being able to move with the changes, to flow with the changes. Because the difference between 2022 and the past two years is that there's a lot more flow. We have a lot of Piscean energy this year. We have a lot more water energy, which gives us the capacity to feel and to flow. So we're not as stuck as we were last year. Now, interestingly enough, this is the lunar new year. So the new moon in Aquarius is always the lunar new year, often referred to as the Chinese new year, but it's actually has to do with the solar lunar calendar of which I am not an expert, but is used in many cultures worldwide, not just in Chinese astrology. So I'm not an expert in all the solar lunar stuff or the lunar new year or any of that, but I do know on the most basic of levels that we are entering the year of the water tiger, and we just came out of the year of the metal ox. The ox is associated with Saturn. The tiger is associated with Uranus. So we come back to this Saturn Uranus square, which is the thing that we were working with all of last year. Now, last year, there was a lot of frustration, but this year there's an opportunity for taking that frustration and actually creating change. The metal ox was about creating the structures that support you, getting really clear, making sure that there are no cracks, that there are no leaks. And the water tiger is going to be about taking advantage of the opportunities, going with the flow, seeing where there's an opening and then moving toward it, being able to not be so rigid, but allow yourself to pivot and morph and go with the energy. And so I'm looking forward to this year because I think it's going to be very different energy. For the past two years, we've had a lot of rigidity and this will be a welcomed shift. Of course, we're going to have a lot of Pisces stuff happening in spring with the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. We'll save that for a later date. You might have heard me talk about that on Veronica Grant's podcast last week or at my workshop for the 2022 year. If you did not get a chance to come to my workshop where we went over all the astrology, the big astrology for 2022, you can still purchase it on my website and get the replay. So you can go over there and download it under the workshops tab. So that might be useful for you at this time, since we're starting to shift into that space, we're moving from this place of stuckness into a place of having more momentum. So of course, it's like when you're driving a car, you're not going to go from zero to 60 that quickly, at least not on a public road, right? 
So we're just starting to press down the gas pedal. Maybe we're going 5, 10, 15 miles per hour. We're just starting to feel that momentum picking up. But because Mercury and Venus are stationed in the sky, Mercury's at 24 degrees Capricorn all week, which is conjunct Pluto at 27 degrees, we are having an experience of clarity. Because this is where Venus stationed to go retrograde. And now she's been sitting at 11 degrees Capricorn for a couple of weeks waiting to go direct. And she finally did this weekend. And now Mercury is sitting at 24 degrees Capricorn waiting to go direct with Pluto. So Pluto has been a big part of both those retrograde journeys. And Mercury is the planet of messages and communication. And Venus is the planet of love and money. So pretty much all parts of our life that have to do with everyday living and our relationships are being impacted by those retrogrades and Pluto is a part of them. When planet station, we have an opportunity for clarity. We have an opportunity to feel things more potently. So you might be experiencing that now. I know for me personally, last week on Wednesday, when Mercury went from Aquarius back into Capricorn, I had a moment of real clarity. And that also comes from that archetype of Capricorn, where it's so good at distilling the information down to what is essential. So with all of these planets in Capricorn this week, get clear on what's essential. What's essential for you to take from the past into the future? And then where can you leave some space to actually allow the future to open up to you? so that you can allow yourself to be in the flow. You want to make sure that you hold on to the traditions that work for you, the rituals, the habits, the systems, but you're also making space for the ways of the future that you've yet to discover. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. Now that we're starting to resurface from our journey into the underworld with Venus and Mercury and Pluto, by the end of the week, you're going to go from feeling a little maybe scattered and in the weeds early in the week, and then you're going to feel a lot more fortified when we get to the end of the week. Because on Friday, we have Mars sextiling Jupiter which is going to give you a sense of strength, confidence, faith. You'll be clear about not only that you're able to get through this and get to the other side, 
but you'll have a plan of action as to how to get to the other side because Mars is in Capricorn and he loves a goal. Jupiter is in Pisces where he has so much faith in the possibilities and the sun is going to conjunct Saturn officially on Friday as well. And the sun conjunct Saturn loves to craft a plan. So Friday is going to be a great day to kick off something new. We're going to have the moon move into Aries at 9.57 a.m. Eastern time. And you know Aries is a go-getter. So when the moon moves into Aries, we love to start stuff. Aries is the ultimate initiator. It is the first sign of the zodiac. So with the moon moving into Aries, Mars, the sign that rules Aries, in a sextile with Jupiter, feeling really strong, really optimistic, and the sun conjunct Saturn, giving you the discipline and the ability to see what's essential. You're going to have a great opportunity to start something on Friday. Then we have Mars again in the action on Sunday. He is squaring Chiron. This is going to be a little bit more challenging. So Friday feels pretty good. Sunday might feel a little bit not so good. Mars square Chiron can make you argumentative. And when you are argumentative with this particular transit, it's coming from a very, very deep and personal place because Chiron is currently in Aries. Aries is all about our sense of identity. Mars is in Capricorn. When we talk about Capricorn Aries squares, regardless of the planets involved, you have two planets that both want to be the boss. So any arguments that you enter on Sunday, no one is going to win and everyone is going to feel incredibly hurt and wounded. So I say Sunday, use this energy as an initiative to do some of your own healing work because Chiron is the wounded healer. If there's any healing work that you need to do for yourself, Sunday is a great day to do it. So use it in that way and avoid confrontation with anyone that triggers you. And maybe if Sunday is the day to talk to your parents, you call them Saturday instead, because that is going to be a day where we really poke at our deepest wounds in one another. Have you ever thought I would love to set my new moon intentions with Veronica? If so, I have the perfect thing for you. Every month in online yoga club, I teach a new moon and a full moon restorative ritual. You get to join me not only for restorative yoga and meditation practice, but also you get to set your intentions with me. We do some journaling work. It is a wonderful bringing together of all of the things that are part of my own spiritual practice. I'd love to have you join us. You can go to veronicapretty.com slash yoga and learn more about online yoga club. So I know I threw a lot at you and I jumped around a lot this week because really all of the transits and all of the energies we're feeling are going to be baked into that new moon. So let me do a quick recap of the week starting at the top. 
On Sunday, January 30th, we have the sun square Uranus, which might make you feel a little bit jittery or excited to try something new. On Monday, we will have the new moon occurring late at night. So for those of you not on the East Coast, it's going to be happening Monday night when you're going to bed. And for those of us on the East Coast, the new moon will occur after midnight on Tuesday, technically the 1st of February. It's also the Lunar New Year and we enter the year of the Water Tiger. On February 2nd, we have the moon moving into Pisces early in the morning Eastern time. So we exit the new moon in Aquarius energy and we move into Pisces. If you're doing your new moon intention setting, you want to make sure that it is not with the void moon. And we actually have a void moon all day on Tuesday. So the moon goes void at 6.01 a.m. Eastern time and then doesn't enter Pisces until 6 a.m. Wednesday the 2nd. Pisces is the sign of the dreamer of fantasies. We also have Jupiter there right now as well as Neptune. So not a bad idea to set your new moon intentions on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, the 3rd of February, we have Mercury going direct at 11.13 p.m. Eastern time. On Friday, that's the big day of the week, we have Mars sextiling Jupiter, giving us a sense of strength and confidence and optimism. The moon enters Aries shortly thereafter at 9.57 a.m. Eastern time. And then the sun conjuncts Saturn at 2.05 p.m. Eastern time. So Friday after the moon enters Aries at 9.57 a.m., great time to get something started, to launch something new. And then on Sunday, we have Mars squaring Chiron. That's Sunday the 6th, which means that you're going to avoid any arguments, particularly with your family. And late in the day on Sunday at 5.52 p.m. Eastern time, we have the moon entering Taurus. So after we have the rocking and rolling of the moon in Aries, Friday, Saturday, and early Sunday, Sunday night, we get to dial it down have a nice meal, enjoy some Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and indulge in the moon in Taurus. And that's your week. By the way, new moon in Aquarius intention for me, I am recording this podcast on Sunday to release on Monday. This was my ideal situation when I started the podcast. I used to actually record it as a Facebook Live, Instagram Live show on Mondays at 5 p.m., Of course, life has gotten in the way. 2021 was crazy, but here we are at the new moon in Aquarius, kicking off 2022 with some good habits and structures to help me support you. So my hope is that I will stick to recording on Sundays and maybe even start batching the podcast that you can rely on this podcast coming out on Mondays, which has always been my intention just hasn't quite happened. So that's my intention for this new moon in Aquarius. And that's the habit that I want to get going. And I hope that you have a wonderful new moon in Aquarius and allow yourself to get a fresh perspective on things. You know, this is an opportunity to see all the mess that you're sitting in, the clothes on the bed and have a bird's eye view of what's in front of you. And with Venus and Mercury stationing, 
we are gleaning some information. We're getting some clarity on where we've been and how we want to move forward. And this new moon in Aquarius is a bridge from that sense of feeling stuck or struggling in the unknown to being able to flow with the changes with the help of that water tiger. So here we go. 2022, we are off to the races. February through April, it is all hands on deck. Everything's moving forward. All 12 cylinders are firing. Give me all the metaphors for taking off because things are going to go fast. We are going to be in spring before you know it. So really pay attention to the planetary cycles, the moon cycles. Let it be an anchor for you as we move into the year because things are going to start to go fast and you'll notice that you're losing a sense of time. When the planets are all moving direct, things just go in a flash. So this is a great opportunity to put into place a journaling habit, a moon tracking habit, whatever it is, but allow the planets to help you reflect, stay connected to the present moment so that you can live your life with intention and make choices that align with your values and just make the most of it because we're going to have some really, really good, good momentum for the next few months. And I want to make sure that you make the most of it. So that's what I've got for you. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.